Hello and welcome to the HIPAA Vault show where we discuss all things HIPAA compliance in the cloud. My name is Adam Zenadine and I'm joined today by CTO and founder of HIPAA Vault, Gil Vidal's. Hey Gil. Hey Adam, looking forward to today's episode. Last week we talked about cloud architecting for HIPAA and this week we're going to answer a frequently asked question which is, is Gmail HIPAA compliant? To give a little bit of an intro to this, uh, in today's digital age, email has become a vital modern tool for communication. That goes without saying. But in healthcare, in, in, in the healthcare industry specifically, it plays a crucial role in sharing important information with patients and healthcare professional colleagues to improve overall healthcare outcomes. However, when it comes to choosing the right email platform, the question of HIPAA compliance often arises. As a HIPAA compliant service provider ourselves, we frequently receive inquiries about uh, what's the best platform to use for HIPAA compliance. And specifically, we get asked a lot, um, is Gmail HIPAA compliant? So let's dive into that and explore it more. Um, Gil, I guess the, the a good place to start would be, uh, what are the key requirements for HIPAA compliance when it comes to email? Yeah, yeah, thanks Adam. That's a great place to start because you're gonna be evaluating different email platforms like Gmail, Outlook, and many others, then it's important to know, well, what, what is required of an email platform? So one of them is encryption. The email that goes out from the medical practitioner, let's say, you want that message to be encrypted, including any attachments, because the attachment might have the information that's that's vital for the, the patient that has the patient information. So that's one thing. The other consideration is the retention period of the data. So how long do you have to retain that patient information that you're sending and receiving back and forth? And it's multiple years, depends on the state. So that's another consideration. And of course, having a business associate agreement signed is another important consideration. Great, so that's email in general. And when it comes to Gmail uh, in particular, um, how does Gmail fulfill these requirements? Yeah, so Gmail has a couple of options you can use. One of them that's the least expensive is to use uh, confidentiality mode. But before we get into that, let's clarify something. We do get a lot of uh, calls that ask if their free Gmail account, in other words, their you know, drsusie at gmail.com, that's the free account, if they could make that HIPAA compliant. And the answer is no, that cannot be compliant. You have to buy a domain. And that confuses a lot of people to say, well, what do you mean by buy a domain? Well, let, let's just give an example. So drsusie at gmail.com, no go. But if you said um, therapist at drsusie.com, so you buy the domain drsusie.com and then you buy a, work, a Google workspace, used to be called G Suite, now it's called workspace. If you buy a license for that, now you can enter the world of HIPAA compliant email, but don't try to force the free one. I know everybody wants to get something like that, and, but it's not going to happen for free. You're going to have to pay something for it. Okay. So make sure that it's at a private domain. And then also um, there's, there's Google workspace, right? And that includes Gmail as like an application that's in there. Mm -hmm. um, I know that we typically recommend so that, so that, the retention is covered. We typically recommend a higher uh, license on the Google Workspace 
um, platform. So Business Plus, I believe it is. And that includes the, um, the retention and also the e-discovery um, in case there needs to be, you know, discovery of, doc of documents within the uh, Google Workspace account. So um, definitely go for the, the, the Google Workspace. It's called, currently it's called Business Plus. Um, they mm -hmm. changed. They changed from uh, G Suite a while back. Um, so yeah, Google Workspace Business Plus yeah. is, a, is is a good. I would like to mention on that, Adam, that the this what you mentioned, the e discovery. I've heard it called the Vault before. Mm -hmm. Not nothing to do with HIPAA Vault, but Google uses the term Vault or e discovery. And essentially, that means that let's say you have a condition where some patient comes back years later and has some kind of a gripe or complaint and you're like hey i don't remember this person in this no. situation <laughs> if you once you have the e-discovery or vault enabled you're able to look up the person's name it's just a search bar where you type in the person's name or email whatever you remember and then it goes through all the emails all the email interactions that you've had with that particular uh, client and then it might, it'll pull up emails that you had three years ago. Oh, now I remember this guy and the issue we had and so on and so forth. So that's part of HIPAA compliance to retain that, that data and be able to access it. I believe it also gives functionality for if, you know, um, if you needed for legal proceedings to kind of present that as evidence, it gives mm -hmm. a nice way to output that um, versus, you know, manually trying to claw it, mm -hmm. <laughs> all, right. all the different emails and threads. Mm -hmm. uh, great. Um, and then you also touched on uh, the encryption in transit. So would that be TLS in this case? Yeah, and TLS, um, that's transport layer security. So for our audience, so they don't get glazy eyes, like what is all this technology stuff? Well, essentially, when you send an email, you connect from one computer, one server to another, you make this secure tunnel. That's what TLS is. It's just good information to have. So that, that tunnel is formed, the information flows through it, through this encrypted tunnel that goes from one end to the other. And that you can control from the sender side. Now, what happens about the recipient? What if they don't have some modern, you know, what if there was some old junky email platform that doesn't have that? Well, you can set it so it doesn't, it doesn't try to deliver the message. It also says, uh-oh, the endpoint, the recipient point isn't, secure enough so abandon ship don't try to don't try to deliver that email and that's not very common but it can happen so it's good that that tls functionality be present okay are there any other considerations well i think it's, in terms of security there's also a consideration that is oftentimes overlooked and that is the two-factor authentication when you have a google workspace account, you you have the option to enable the two-factor authentication. That definitely should be enabled so that you can claim that you're HIPAA compliant. So Google has a lot of different settings and that's where we come in. We help our customers set those things up, but you know, there's lots of different settings that you can have. And that's one of the more important ones that you want to make sure you enable, you get it enabled. Okay, fantastic. And um, for our audience, um, let us know, reach out to us um, at podcast.hipfault.com. Let us know what kind of email tools you, you use. Um, and also, if you have any questions about a Gmail in particular, how to make sure that it's secure, getting things set up um, in that way. Also reach out to us, podcast.hipfault.com. Um, Hipfault.com is our website. You can chat into us there. 
until next time thanks for stopping